Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm here this time. (laughs) He has returned. I'm Kim. And I'm Lisa. And we wanted to start off by announcing the, the death of a fishy friend. And... A, a very dear fishy friend. That sounded really awesome, too. We're very, very sad to announce that our very beloved shark speaker, our best-selling Bluetooth speaker, is no longer with us. Apparently, it has been completely discontinued. Our last shark has swimmed, swum, swum away. <laughs> Swam away. Swam, swum <laughs> away. And we're very sad about that because we know how many of you loved your sharks and we love our sharks. And it's very sad for us to have to announce that it has disappeared from our Mystic Access shelves. The actual tutorial will be placed in our free downloads page probably in the next week or so. And you'll be able to access either the DAISY or MP3 version of that. The other thing to note, we are attempting to find a replacement for the shark. Finding one that will be as awesome is not going to be easy, but we are working towards it steadily right now, and we'll let you guys know when we have a replacement available for you. Please do stay tuned, and if you are on our news list, we will certainly be announcing there when that replacement has been found. Also, follow us on social media, and we will definitely let you guys know about that there as well, and probably on our news page as well. So definitely stay tuned. We will let you know when we have found out what the replacement will be. But unfortunately, as of right now, you cannot buy the shark from us any longer. We still have some great speakers available. We still have three that you can purchase through us. Definitely look at your other options if you would like a speaker or give us a call. We'd be happy to walk you through what might work best for you in the meantime. Also, I just wanted to remind everybody that we do have our interactive catalog and that will allow you to browse the catalog from the phone. Catherine, our interactive text-to-speech voice, can share with you everything that we have to offer, including upcoming events. We will have to take Shark out of the catalog now, so that's a very sad thing. You can learn about everything else we offer. You can contact us at any time through the catalog just by pressing zero, and we can assist you in placing orders or answering any additional questions you have. So you can contact us via our automated phone catalog at 716-404-4166. Please note also that the shark that has been discontinued, or the death of our fishy friend, which just makes me think, fish are friends, not food, Food, from Finding Nemo. This applies only to the shark speaker. Yes. We still do have and are happy to sell you the shark aura headphones. Yes, absolutely. And they're another really posh, lovely sounding equipment. So if that interests you, definitely let us know. You can learn all about that via our catalog or contact us directly and we'll be happy to provide more info. Another reminder about a telephone service and we want to just make sure that it is out there and that is the podcast phone service that we have and that allows you to listen to the most recent five episodes of the podcast. That telephone number is 
801-8527. Just a reminder that these services are out there. Long distance charges may apply depending on your plan. These aren't 800 services obviously, so just something to know. But most of you should be able to call completely free and have no issues whatsoever. But we do want people to be able to call via phone who don't necessarily feel as tech savvy, so we're happy to offer these services to you. Many of you have joined us for our cord cutting class, and that has just finished up. In time for us to offer you another class. This is a free class, and it is all about the Braille Me with a side of Orbit Reader thrown in. A couple months back, we did a comparison of the Orbit Reader and the Vario Ultra. While that was, I think, helpful and allowed you to compare a low-cost Braille display to a somewhat similar Braille display. The Orbit Reader and BrailleMe are more similar to one another because they both are at more or less the same price point. We won't be delving as much into the Orbit Reader because we have already covered that, but we will be contrasting and comparing and providing you information. Both of these currently have limited availability. The Orbit Reader is a device that APH has had difficulty keeping in stock. I believe they're anticipating more by convention time. The BrailleMe is currently available only if you order from India, and then you would need to pay shipping as well. But we're going to tell you all you need to know, or at least we hope so, to help you make an informed decision about which of these, if either of these, low-cost Braille displays is right for you. That class will be Thursday, May 24th. And again, you can check out our events list for all the details. We'd love to have you join us. Absolutely. We're very pleased that we've had hands-on experience with both these displays and we can actually let you hear them in class. So it will give you an idea of what you may be able to expect from them. We think we're probably some of the first people to offer a class of this type and we are very excited to be able to share information with you. So if you can come, definitely do and ask your questions live. If for whatever reason you can't, this, as with most of our free classes, will end up on our free downloads page within a couple of weeks of the class. So definitely come if you can, and if you can't, the recording will be available for you sometime in June. And if you would find the background information helpful, you can find the comparison of the Vario Ultra and the Orbit Reader in our free downloads page. Just a reminder, we do have tutorials available both for the Vario Ultra and the Orbit Reader. Yes, we do. In fact, our Vario tutorial has decreased in price due to the now lesser availability of the Vario. So you can check that out on the site. It was initially $49, now it is $37. The Orbit tutorial is $24.97, I believe. It's a somewhat shorter tutorial than our Vario tutorial, but both give you a really good idea as to the features and functions of these quite different Braille displays. Speaking of prices, we want to let you know 
that we have a sale coming up soon. That will be around the time of the Memorial Day weekend. Yay! Yay! So when you are home in between your celebrations and your picnics and such, you can browse our website. Now, we do not have the particulars for this podcast. So in order to find out about the sale, you will either need to be subscribed to our newsletter or to have followed us on Twitter, or you can just check out our website over the Memorial Day weekend. Just in case, because, you know, that's been around a long time, and I know for me, I might remember to give the number for the catalog or the number for the podcast line, but we should also give you the website address, and it is www.mysticaccess.com, and mystic is M-Y-S-T-I-C. I was kind of surprised, but a fair number of people have asked me, how do you spell mystic? Yes, so I've gotten that, that a lot myself. How. Yes. So definitely check out the site, particularly our news page. And that will give you all the particulars as we know them. But we'll have a really nice sale for you guys over Memorial Day weekend, certainly. Most likely what's going to happen is the sale will run through Friday morning, probably starting at midnight or 1 a.m.-ish on Friday, through the 29th, through May 29th. That way, if you need assistance in placing an order, we would be very happy to assist you in doing that. You can call us on Tuesday. We'll be pleased to assist you. And we may even have a new product available for you by then. Yay! If that's something that interests you, definitely check out the sale through all the venues that Lisa just mentioned. A couple of times throughout the course of this podcast, you have heard us talk about our Mystic Access Magic Castle. And that's just kind of the fun and whimsy of having a company with a somewhat magical theme to us. So... We occasionally take people into the castle for interviews. Kicking and screaming sometimes. Well, yes. sometimes like possibly today. <laughs> because we have a slight twist on our castle interview format. This time, we're turning the tables on each other. <laughs> and, of course, because Chris is the founder of the company, he gets to go first. <laughs> so we are very anxious to take Chris into the castle and grill him. We wanted to provide you a segment like this because it kind of gives you the opportunity to get to know us a little better, who we are as individuals, and how we contribute to the Mystic Access team and vision. And we're excited to share these interviews with you. They'll probably be in every other podcast for the next little bit, so if you're interested and you like them, do stay tuned to this space. And we are very happy to be sharing one today. We're going to take Chris into the Mystic Access Magic Castle for an interview. Welcome to the Mystic Access Magic Castle. And here we are in the castle, kicking and screaming. <laughs> He's kicking and screaming. Yes. I don't see us kicking and screaming. I think what's we're calm. M- what's more fun than rounding up your dog for a bath? It's getting Chris into the Mystic Access Castle. Pretty much, yes. My dog used to love baths. <laughs> cool. So welcome to the castle. And I think the first thing I would like to know is what initially led you to an interest in assistive technology? It's an interesting question because when I was in grade school and high school, 7th grade, 8th grade, ninth grade, what have you, I had an itinerant teacher or TVI as they're now called and she wanted me to get into computers. 
and we had Apple IIe's with Echoes, speech synthesizers, and you had to have specific talking software at the time. And I completely hated them. I didn't want to deal with a computer, didn't really want to deal with anything like that. One day, she comes into she comes to school and she brings this braille and speak i believe it was like 1989 or 1990 it was when the braille and speak literally just first came out we were trying to figure it out and she said well i can teach you how to use it meaning she could take it home with the audio tutorial and she could learn it and then she could come back the next day and teach me how to use it she goes or you can take it home with the audio tutorial that came with it fred cassoni r.i.p i can learn it and i took it home and ate it up from I remember that whole evening I just spent with the Braille and Speak learning how to use it figuring it out understanding its concepts and things like that and when I went in the next day I said okay I already know how to use this thing probably to this day if I would have let her take it home and learn it I probably still wouldn't have learned how to use it but that was the the jumping off point for me in the assistive technology field then I got a summer internship at the Center for Assistive Technology in Buffalo, New York, between my junior and senior years in high school. And I wouldn't leave there for 15 years. So that was really what got me interested. I have to ask a, a kind of psychological-based question on this, because I'll share something that a lot of our listeners may not know about you and are sometimes surprised to learn about you, is of the three of us, you're the only one who lost your sight. So you had sight initially and lost it over time. And I wonder how that affects or affected initially even your use of assistive tech and maybe even how you teach people assistive tech now. I don't know. And the reason I don't know the answer to that question is if you say that I had sight, I never had 20-20 vision. I never sure. been 20-20 vision. I always had some kind of... a low vision or high partial. When I was in first or second grade, I was introduced to the raised lined paper for keeping your handwriting within the lines and also the magnifiers, the hand magnifiers, the bar magnifiers and stuff like that. So I'm not exactly sure how best to, to answer that. When I was in fifth grade, I was introduced to the white cane because that was when I lost a good majority of the site. I could no longer read with magnifiers. I had just started to learn how to read Braille. I'm not exactly sure. One thing I'm curious about, and I know that some of our customers and even acquaintances, when I say I work with a company called Mystic Access, they're like, well, what's that? And I can explain what it is, but I'm curious why you chose the name Mystic Access. Let's go back to the early 90s when I was working at the Center for Assistive Technology. Around that time, I put up a bulletin board system, and some people may or may not know what I'm talking about, but basically it was the internet before the internet became popular. You used modems and things like that to converse on forums and email and things like that. It wasn't just this World Wide Web where you're always connected. You connected when you wanted to. I put up a bulletin board system here in Buffalo and called it the Castle of Dreams. And of course, when I was looking for a name, I didn't want to use Castle of Dreams. So I was thinking of other names that I could come up with. And somehow Mystic came up as a kind of a magical castle type of thing. And access, of course, for access technology. 
makes perfect sense. So we know that your love of tech and tech toys is legend. Oh, yes. Especially um, around here. <laughs> yes. Between multiple echo disorder and all kinds of things <laughs> like that. So let's say that you have 30 seconds and you need to grab your three favorite tech items and leave the house immediately. What would you grab? That's a good question because I probably would be more worried about myself because the tech can be replaced. But Having... that wasn't the question. <laughs> <laughs> You're avoiding the question. <laughs> that was a very good sidestep, but yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, if I had to pick three things, I would probably take the phone, the iPhone. Mm -hmm. I would take one of my Echoes, probably the one that's hanging on the wall, because you could just easily rip it off the wall. That would be a second-gen dot, correct? Yes. And my third thing would probably be my Google Home Mini. Two virtual same. assistants Two virtual and an iOS assistants. device. Yes. Cool. Very nice. Okay. You're right about people. You know, you can't replace people. The closest I came to this was having lost stuff in a flood and having tech afterward with me to both kind of help me get my life back in order and also keep my sanity as far as like having access to my music and stuff was very helpful. So I guess that's that was where of, that question came from. Yeah, that's kind from. of where I was thinking. I mean, if mm -hmm. you, you have your phone, your life is on your phone. Pretty much. <laughs> These days I never thought least. I would be one of those people. Right, but it is. And it is. At least you have people's email addresses and you can get in touch. Mm -hmm. It can be a very lonely world. You're not connected. If your house, God forbid, does burn down and you take your phone with you, you still have your phone service. You still can tell people that you're okay and things like that. I remember, not to derail, but my best friend on April 1st of 2002 or 2003, I believe, his house burned down. And he called work and told his boss that his house burned down and they literally sent someone to make sure he wasn't trying to play an April Fool's joke <gasps> on them. Oh, it's like... Okay. Ooh, I bet they felt rather small. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious because I know Mystic Access kind of came about to offer a couple of tutorials to begin with back in 2013 when you launched it. What initially was your purpose in launching it and why tutorials particularly? That's an easy question. It can be answered by your first question. <laughs> which was the tutorial that I learned how to use the Braille and Speak. Back in those days, tutorials were offered for products all the time, and having that, that friendly person teach you how to use a product and show you what you need to know on a product is very, very rewarding. Some people don't have the ability to read manuals or choose not to read manuals and having that tutorial does help and that's really what it was all about it was creating the tutorials for individuals and I know that our Braille No Touch tutorial is very successful it's brought a lot of joy to a lot of people and you know Kim in particular gets emails all the time thanking her for putting this 13 hour tutorial together <laughs> it was worth that nervous breakdown guys I'm glad yeah. you like it <laughs> When you're not 
delving into tech and playing with stuff, which is probably I was going to say is that most ever? of the day. <laughs> most of the day. Well, he's got to have some time to sleep, you know. Well, that's true. Um, what else do you like to do? What other hobbies do you have? A bunch of stuff. I read books, uh, Audible, Bard, Bookshare, that kind of thing. Science fiction, westerns, crime. Things we know like you're that. a Star Wars fanatic. Mm-hmm. Well, there is that. And also, uh, you know, watching TV and stuff like that. I do that as well. Kind of like chill stuff. Yes. Yeah, yep. nice. So you're not like climbing Mount Everest when our backs are turned. No. No, we know people in the assistive tech industry like that, but I don't yes. think he's one of them. <laughs> no. You know, I, I, do, I do like to travel. I do like to be put in that kind of, you know, go to a different city and do that kind of stuff. It doesn't happen often, but I don't mind doing it. Just enough novelty to keep things interesting. Sure. Yeah. I guess my final question is, what do you see or envision or hope for the future of Mystic Access? Because we've come a very long way in the five years that the company has been an entity. <laughs> you know, I see us continuing to put out tutorials. I also see us putting out different classes and things like that. We do have a couple of classes coming up that we're, we're going to talk about a little bit later, but that's kind of where I see us moving forward, keeping that, that tutorial type of or training type of aspect going on. Like that user-friendly focus? Yes. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of our great strengths is that we really want to connect with you guys it really does make a difference, I think, in how we are perceived in the industry. So I'm, I'm very proud of that. Well, I think we all have long memories. We remember yes. what it's like to get a new piece of technology, especially when assistive tech was still kind of in its infancy, and think, I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, did I just waste my money? You know, am I smart enough to learn this? And so I think remembering that helps us help you. There's nothing worse than getting a piece of equipment, unboxing it, and really not know how to use it. Indeed. So thanks for joining us, Chris, for this instance of the Castle Interviews. And we'll be back for another unfortunate one of us to, <laughs> to be in the hot seat in an upcoming podcast. Thank you for your visit to the Mystic Access Magic Castle. You're welcome anytime. Now that we've made it out of the Mystic Access Castle, I kind of can run for the hills. Well, not quite, because we have a little piece of Mystic Access trivia to share. And that is? Well, we often have people ask us, where are you guys? And that's a little more complicated than you might think. <laughs> Due to the magic of audio, we are not sitting in the same room. We are recording, and we are in three different states. So Mystic Access's headquarters, so to speak, are in New York with Chris. I'm in the North Carolina mountains, so I'm down south where it's nice and springy right now and raining significantly hard, and so I'm the southern contingent of MA. And I am in Pennsylvania where the weather can't make up its mind. What I like is that we are all in the same time zone. Yay! Time zone changes just mess with my head so badly. When I worked at a previous job, I was coordinating an international podcast, a podcast with some international guests. And I kept messing up the time so badly. One of them said, dear, why don't you just give us the time where you are and we'll figure it out. 
And that was both supremely embarrassing and a relief because I don't know what my problem is. I can even ask the digital assistants, you know, <laughs> what time is it here? And I still botch it. So I love that we're all in the same time zone, but we are in three different locations. We are. And so many people are kind of wowed by that. Like, wow, but everything seems so streamlined and all this. And we're very proud of that. But we're all actually in the same time zone, which is helpful, but we're all across the U.S. Well, thank you for listening to this podcast, and I'm glad I'm no longer in the hot seat. And <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everybody, and have a good day. Bye. 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 The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. To contact us, please visit www.mysticaccess.com. Call us, 716-543-3323, and press 2 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at show at mysticaccesspodcast.com, and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? please tell your friends and colleagues to visit us at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy what you hear on our podcasts, feel free to leave us an iTunes rating and review. We certainly appreciate those. Also, you may feel free to use our podcasts in your own RSS feed. Just be sure that all of our contact information is left intact. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for listening. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode.